My name is Rick Renner. Today I'm in St. Petersburg, Russia, in a remarkable location. This is the cathedral of Peter and Paul, where all the Romanov dynasty is buried, except for two. And in the room behind me is where the last ruling Romanov family is buried. They were shot in the basement of the Impetiev house in Ekaterinburg on July 17, 1918. That night, they were told to get up and get dressed. They were going to be taken into the basement where a family photo would be taken of them. They were expecting photographers, but instead soldiers came in with guns and they were shot in the basement of that house. And then their bodies were locally discarded in a forest. Decades and decades later after searching, finally their bodies were found. And exactly 80 years to the day, on July 17, 1998, they were officially buried here with the exception of Maria and Alexei, whose bodies were found later and today they're in Moscow in a laboratory where they're still waiting to finally be buried here. This is quite a sight. This was a remarkable family and they were killed horribly in Ekaterinburg in 1918. But today, this site is very special for the Russian people because they never want to forget this precious family and what happened to them. It's very important for us to build markers in our life of things that we never forget. We need to remember good things that should never be forgotten. You may be looking at your future right now thinking that your future is so difficult, you're just forgetting your past. If you turn around and look at your past, you'll figure out that you've passed things already which were much more difficult than what is in front of you. And if you can get through those things, you can get through what you're facing now and whatever you will ever face in the future. That's why you need never forget. You need to build markers in your life to help you remember key moments and key events and that's what I think about while I'm here in the Peter and Paul Cathedral in St. Petersburg. And today I'm going to talk to you about never forgetting. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Welcome to today's program. My name is Rick Renner. And I've been waiting for you. Have you been waiting for me? Today we're going to talk about the power of remembering and specifically how to build markers and memorials in our life so that we never forget the great things that God has done for us. If you're fearful of your future, my friends, you're just forgetting your past. Think about all the horrible things you've already faced in life that you didn't think you would survive and here you are. You walk through every one of those events in the past because God was with you. And if you'll just put everything on pause and turn around and look at your past, you really will remember you've walked through some pretty deep, dark places, but Jesus walked with you through every single one of them. You survived events you never thought you would survive. And here you are today. And by the time you walk through all of those events, 
and remember God's faithfulness to you again and again and again and again. Second Timothy chapter one, verse six says, you'll stir up the gift of God that is in you. Paul said to Timothy, I'm reminding you of all these things that by your remembering them, you might stir up the gift of God that is in you. You just need to remember that's the poker that God has put in your hands. And if you'll put yourself in remembrance of God being faithful to you again and again and again and again, you will stir the embers in your heart and the fire inside you will begin to burn brightly again and you'll be ready to face whatever it is that you're facing today, knowing if God did it then, God will do it now. And remember Hebrews Chapter 13, verse 8 says, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he did it then, he's going to do it now. You just need to remember. And that's why I want you to order my brand new series called Never Forget. There are things we should never forget. And today, we're going to learn how to build markers and monuments in our life to help us never forget some things that God has done for us. And because it is the end of the year, we're offering you two series. One is called Decisions. Are you going to follow through this time? It's the nearly the first of the year when you're going to begin making some decisions about the next year. Well, you've made a lot of decisions in the past that you never followed through on. Are you going to follow through this time? This series will help you make decisions that you stick with. And we're also offering you a series called Starting the New Year strong. God wants you to start strong and he wants you to end strong. And this series will help you to do that. And we're offering you our autobiography. Have you ordered yours yet? Please order yours today. If you're looking for something to read in the new year, this is something for you to read. And you don't have to read it all at once. Just read a little at a time. And it comes with 90 pages of photos and it's full of teaching. But the full name of the book is Our Faithful Journey to the Ends of the Earth, Unlikely. And there's me and Denise seated on Red Square. That is so unlikely that God would call me from a little town in Oklahoma and Denise from a little town in northeastern Oklahoma and relocate us and our families to the very heart of Russia where we have lived now for three decades doing the work of God. It is so unlikely. But that's what happens when you say yes to the Spirit of God. He sets your feet on an unlikely adventure. Wow, it adds so much color to your life. The back of the book says, if you're ready to read a true life story that will stir your faith to launch out and experience your own unlikely adventure, this is the book for you to read. You can order all of these by going online or by giving us a call. And maybe you're thinking about becoming a partner with our ministry. Maybe you've been thinking and thinking about it. Well, how about taking action? Would you become a part of our partner family? Reach beyond your world to do something for somebody else? It has never been easier to change another person's life. You don't even have to leave where you are by simply going online or giving us a call and becoming a monthly partner you can literally reach beyond your world into someone else's world who's crying out for somebody to bring them answers from the Word of God. And the moment you become a partner, we're going to send you my book called Life in the Combat Zone, which is dedicated to partners. And we're going to be sending you Denise's book, which is powerful, called The Gift of Forgiveness. 
But hey, reach for your Bible, because today we're going to begin talking about how to build monuments and markers in our lives so that we never forget the works of the Lord. And today I want to begin by quoting to you from Psalm 77, verse 11, where the Bible says, I will remember the works of the Lord, surely I will remember thy works of old. But notice twice it says, I will. This is intentional. You have to choose to remember. If you don't choose to remember, life gets busy and you begin to forget very important things. And here the psalmist says, I will. This is intentional. I'm going to do it. I will intentionally remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember thy works of old. You have to be intentional about remembering. And today I want to ask you, what have you done in your life to commemorate and permanently remember key things that God has done in your life? There are events in my life that are so profound that I built markers on the calendar like monuments to me so I always remember what happened on that day. And when I come to those dates, I stop, I pause, and I reflect on what happened in that event. Every time we begin a new building project or God asks us to do something by faith, before I launch out into new territory, I stop to remember how God enabled us to take past territory. When we face giants and giant after giant fell and God enabled us to take that territory, it's like a monument or a marker in my mind that I want to never forget. And that is why Psalm 77, 11 says, I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember thy works of old. It gives you faith and it gives you confidence that if God did it, then he will do it again. And listen to this. In Deuteronomy 6, verse 12, we're told, then beware. When the Bible says beware, you need to beware. It says, then beware lest thou forget the Lord which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. How could you ever forget all that God has done for you? And the Bible says that we need to be beware about forgetting. Then in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 11 to 14, it's a lot, but I'm going to read all of it to you because it's so profound. Listen to what it says. Beware. There it is again. Beware that thou forget not. Forget not what? Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, lest when thou hast eaten and art full and hast built goodly houses and dwell therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply and thy silver and gold is multiplied and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart shall be lifted up and thou shalt Forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness, wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought and where there was no water. Look at what God brought them through. It is amazing. And God said, beware lest thou forget. Then it goes on to say, who brought thee forth water out of the rock of Flint. That was impossible. Who fed thee in the wilderness with manna. That was impossible. In fact, it says, thy fathers had never seen it before, that he might humble thee and that he might prove thee to do thee good at thy latter end 
which means God doesn't want just to do good in the beginning. He wants to do good in your life all the way to your latter end. And thou say in thy heart, my power and the might of mine hand hath gotten me this wealth. My friends, never forget what God has done for you. You did not do this by yourself. The hand of God went to work on your behalf. He brought you forth. He delivered you. He gave you a good beginning, and he wants to give you a latter end. But we should never forget the works of the Lord. Then in Deuteronomy 8, 18, we are told, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers, as it is this day. Then we're told in Deuteronomy 8, 19, but thou shalt never forget the Lord thy God to walk after other gods and serve them and worship them. For I testify against you this day, you shall surely perish. Bad things happen when we forget that we're recipients of the mercy of God. Then we're told in Deuteronomy 32, verse 7, Remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Ask thy father, and he will show thee thy elders, and they will tell thee. We should tell our children, our grandchildren, about the wonderful things that God has done in our life. We need to build monuments or markers that are remembered. And I wanted today give you three examples. And we're going to begin with Bethel. Example number one we find in Genesis chapter 28, beginning in verse 10. And the Bible tells us, And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went down toward Haran, and he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night, because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep, and he dreamed. And behold, a ladder set on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven, and behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it, and behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father, and the God of Isaac, the land whereon thou liest, to thee will I give it into thy seed, and thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south, and in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed, and behold, I am with thee, and will keep thee in all places whithersoever thou goest, and will bring thee again into this land, for I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken unto thee of. Then in verse 16, the Bible tells us how Jacob responded. And Jacob awaked out of his sleep, and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place. And I knew it not, verse 18. And Jacob arose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillows and set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon it. And he called the name of that place Bethel, which means God is in this place. This is the house of God. He set up a marker or a memorial to commemorate what God had done in that place because he never wanted to experience, forget his experience with the power and the glory of God in that place. So he did something to commemorate it. Or how about Gilgal? Listen to this. Reading in Joshua chapter 4, verses 1 to 9, the Bible says, And it came to pass, when all the people were clean, passed over Jordan. This is when Joshua was leading the people of Israel across the Jordan River. That the Lord spake unto Joshua, saying, 
Take you 12 men out of the people, out of every tribe of man, and command ye them, saying, Take ye hence out of the midst of the Jordan, out of the place where the priest's feet stood firm, 12 stones, and ye shall carry them over with you and leave them in the lodging place where ye shall lodge this night. Then Joshua called the 12 men whom he had prepared out of the children of Israel, out of every tribe a man. And Joshua said unto them, Pass over before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of Jordan, and take ye up every man of you a stone upon his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel. Then verse 16 says, And this may be a sign among you. It was a marker. It was a memorial, a sign that this may be a sign among you that when your children ask their fathers in the time to come, say, what mean ye these stones? Verse 7, then ye shall answer them that the waters of Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it passed over the Jordan, the waters of Jordan were cut off and these stones shall be for a memorial unto the children of Israel forever, verse 8. And the children of Israel did so as Joshua commanded and took up 12 stones out of the midst of the Jordan as the Lord spake unto Joshua according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel and carried them over with him unto the place where they lodged and laid them down there. And Joshua set up 12 stones in the midst of Jordan in the place where the feet of the priests which bear the Ark of the Covenant stood and they are there unto this day. And the Bible tells us the purpose of those stones were to be testaments of what God had done in that place. Joshua basically said, in the future, your children will ask, what are these stones? And you are to remind them, this is where we supernaturally crossed the Jordan because God mightily moved in our life. They did something to commemorate what God had done in their lives. Then we're going to go to 1 Samuel chapter 7, where we read about Ebenezer. Listen to this, beginning in verse 7. And when the Philistines heard that the children of Israel were gathered together in Mizpah, the lords of the Philistines went up against Israel. And when the children of Israel heard it, they were afraid of the Philistines. And the children of Israel said to Samuel, cease not to cry unto the Lord our God for us, that he will save us out of the hand of the Philistines. And Samuel took a suckling lamb and offered it for a burnt offering holy unto the Lord. And Samuel cried unto the Lord for Israel, and the Lord heard him. And as Samuel was offering up the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to battle against Israel. But the Lord thundered with a great thunder on that day upon the Philistines, and he discomforted them, and they were smitten before Israel. And the man of Israel went out of Mizpah and pursued the Philistines and smote them until they came under Bethkar, verse 12. Then Samuel, listen to what he did. Then Samuel took a stone and set it between Mezpah and Shen and called the name of it Ebenezer, which means the stone of help. This is where they received the help of God, saying, Hitherto hath the Lord helped us. And that stone stood there as a marker or a memorial of what God had done among them. It is amazing. They did not want to forget, so they did something intentional to help them what remember had done, to remember what God had done at these key moments in their lives. And I want to ask you, what about you? 
What are you doing to remember key moments when God has done something significant in your life? What has God done for you or have you already forgotten? Have you forgotten or have you done something to permanently memorialize, to commemorate that act of God in your life? And there are many ways to build markers and memorials. For example, you can celebrate an anniversary of when you got saved. You can celebrate the anniversary of when you were filled with the Holy Spirit, the anniversary of when God healed you, the anniversary of when God put your marriage back together again. You can set it on the calendar and say, this is the day when God did it. You can tell your children, you can tell your grandchildren, you can mark it on your calendar and deliberately, intentionally do something so that you remember the works of the Lord. But you have to be intentional for this to take place. And in all three examples which we saw, these markers were not accidental. They were very intentional. They set them up so they would never forget what God had done in their lives in the past in those places. Remember again, Psalm 77:11 says, I will, I will remember the works of the Lord. I will. You have to be intentional. Surely I will, I will remember thy wonders of old. God has done so many works in your life. He has performed wonder after wonder after wonder. And my friends, if you're worried about your future or your present, you're just forgetting. You're forgetting what he already did. It's time for you to set up some markers and memorials on your calendar and in your mind and in your language so you never forget the works of the Lord or the many wonders that he's already performed for you. And as you remember, you will stir up the gift of God that is on the inside of you and your faith will burn brightly and you'll know if God did this for me in the past, he will do it for me again now and in the future because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he did it then, he'll do it again now and it will give you the confidence you need to face whatever is in front of you. I'll be back in just a moment, and I want to pray for you. As you wrap up the year and begin to think about the next, it's time for you to pause and remember all the good that God has done for you in the past 12 months. If you're struggling with fear about your present or future, you're just forgetting all that you've already victoriously walked through in your past. And just as God was faithful to you then, He is faithful to you now. In this five-part series, Never Forget, Rick Renner will remind you of the power of never forgetting God's goodness to you in the past, God's goodness He is already showing you now, how to build markers to help you remember all that God has done for you. You'll be so thankful you took time to hear this powerful series that is available in digital or physical formats, starting at just $10. And because it's the end of the year, we also want to offer you Rick's two series, Starting the New Year Strong and Decisions. You'll learn how to make the rock-solid decision to stick with your New Year's resolutions and to start the new year strong with no regrets. These can be yours starting at just $10 each, study guides included. We're also offering you Rick's autobiography, Unlikely, this true life story that is filled with teaching will encourage you to launch out to begin your own unlikely adventure of faith. This beautifully bound book can be yours for just $25. Don't miss this special offer. The series Never Forget, Decisions, and Starting the New Year Strong, and the autobiography Unlikely. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. 
This is Rick Renner, and I'm here on the side of our new studio with Mr. Joel Renner. It is so good to be with you. Joel, it was exciting what happened here yesterday. It really is. They poured so much concrete. They poured this entire slab yesterday from morning to evening, and on this slab, Joel, we're going to begin constructing our new studio. In fact, the walls are going to go up in just a few weeks, and we're able to do it because of our giving team that's giving of their finances to help us do that. And right from this place, we're gonna produce teaching that people can trust and send it all over the world in the English language and the Russian language. And it's just so exciting. And what's totally amazing to me, Joel, is that at the same time that we're doing this here, we are purchasing a new building in Tulsa. And Joel, just this morning, I was reading in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 11, where God promised, I'm going to give you houses that you didn't build that will be fully supplied when you get them. And the new building that we're getting in Tulsa, it is fully furnished. It's amazing. It is everything we would ever need. And we didn't have to lift a finger. We just have to walk in and take possession of it. And believe. And believe. We need to pay for it. And that's why we want to say thank you to you giving team, because you really are making a difference. And here in Moscow and in Tulsa and around the world, our ministry is literally bursting at the seams. People reaching out to us, calling us, writing to us, asking us for materials. If you saw our office in Tulsa, you would be amazed because materials are lining the hallways. We're using metal containers on the back of the property because we don't have room for more materials in the building. We're literally bursting at the seams because God is giving increase. You know, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, one plants, another waters, but God is the one who gives the increase. And I want to say thank you for your planting, thank you for your giving, and thank you to God because God is ultimately the one who gives the increase. But if you're not already a part of our giving team, would you please pray about becoming part of the giving team to help us finish constructing this studio and purchasing the building in Tulsa? We'll be so thankful. And together as partners, we're going to reach people with teaching they can trust. It's amazing that right from where each of us are, we can make a difference in someone else's life. So thank you in advance for being a part of this wonderful ministry expansion project. I'm having such a good time talking to you about our need to never forget what God has done in my life. If I'm not encouraging you, I'm encouraging me. My friends, we need to say, I will never forget the works of the Lord. And that's why I want you to order my series called Never Forget. It will encourage you to remember everything God has done in your life and to stir up your faith for what you're facing right now. And it comes with a great study guide. And because it's the end of the year, we're offering you two series. One is called Decisions. Are you going to follow through this time? When you make your New Year's resolutions, are you going to follow through this time? You can. And this series will help you do it. And there's another series we're offering you called Starting the New Year Strong. Don't start the New Year weak. Start it in a blaze of glory and end it in a blaze of glory. Go from glory to glory, even by the Spirit of the Lord. You can, but you need to know how to begin the New Year Strong. So I want you to order this. It is available online or by giving us a call right now. And we're offering you our autobiography called Unlikely. 
our faith-filled journey to the ends of the earth. And my friends, please remember that we want to hear from you so we can pray for you. We're praying for you anyway. I prayed for you this morning. I prayed for you last night before I went to bed. I'll pray for you tomorrow. But when we know how to specifically pray for you, we do a better job of praying. So if you'll give us a call or send us your email, the moment we hear from you, we will begin to intelligently, with faith, call out for God to move in your life, and He really will. And I want to pray for you right now. Father, forgive us for forgetting the marvelous things you've done for us and help us to put ourselves in remembrance of the work of your hands and the many wonders you've performed in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you tomorrow. But remember, Ecclesiastes 8.4, where the word of a king is, there's power.